getting out of the way and letting my heart, everything out on, onto the page. Welcome to Darken the Page, a podcast for lovers of writing and the creative process. And now, here's your host, Dave Buda. Hey, and welcome to Darken the Page. Today's interview is with my good friend, Mike Rostowski. One of the things I really appreciate about Mike is his authenticity. Mike has a memoir style of writing, so he shares his own life in a way that is really inspiring and and really memorable for people. So uh, make sure you check out the show notes at darkenthepage.com slash 002 and enjoy the interview. I'm with one of my really, really good friends and also someone that I'm really excited to interview because actually we don't talk about writing all that much out of all the things we talk about. I'm with Mike Rostowski and he's here joining me. Um, welcome to the show, Mike. Thanks so much for being on. Yeah, thanks, Dave. Um, that It is one of the few things that we haven't talked about, surprisingly, <laughs> so I'm looking forward to this, too. So. <laughs> and it, maybe it's not, like, super vulnerable, is that one? Or we've gone through all, like, the hard stuff, I feel like. We've yeah. we've cleared out all the closets, but, you know, it's like, oh, writing process. So that's kind of like a, we feel like we'd have to be, like, old men to discuss that or something. So, <laughs> so just tell me a little about... Um, and it's funny because as I ask that too, like I, I feel like I know so much about you and yet even mm-hmm. you as a writer, I feel like there's more to discover. Um, so tell me just how, how you came to um, start even doing what you would consider like professional writing or writing on a consistent basis um, and just a little about where you've been with that over the last couple of years. Yeah. Um, well, I still don't consider it professional. Some, I guess, uh, other people do. It's like jokes on them. <laughs> but um, I, 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 I love the frame of like telling my writing story because I've never told it. Because I'm so I'm actually going back into into like grade school because I was always really good at math. Because my my mom was like your typical like Japanese tiger mom. I was like studying multiplication tables like when I was three years old. Yeah. So w- when I went to school, I just thought like I'm good at math and I'm not good at English. And and I and you know and like I didn't even speak English until I was five. So like Japanese was my first language. So just I I used to struggle with with oh man like like writing essays were the worst. Just I I could not do it. Um, and I think there was even that that maybe like it's a societal belief that like you know boys are good at math, girls are good at English. Like girls are good at language arts. So I I kind of bought into that and. Um, you know, English and language arts and, and writing any paper in college was always kind of painfully hard. Mm-hmm. And I, and I never, um, I used to, well, I, I did some, some creative writing. Like I used to, I used to write raps a lot when I was like, I was, nice. I was on this, this website called like freestyling.com where you'd like battle people and like, <laughs> like online rap battles. And nice. so I, I spent most of my college years like probably legitimately like fifth, like fifty percent of my classroom time, like writing raps, just like. <laughs> I just want to. That's like that'll be like the headline for this bug. I spent Microsoftsy. I spent fifty percent of my time on online freestyle rap battles. <laughs> yeah, great. yeah, and um, so I, I think that helped to 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 learn to learn metaphor and to learn like like rhyme and just just to like learn how to like creatively like creatively put insults together <laughs> nice. and um 
but then that was really the only creative thing. And then I got a job and just never wrote. I went to grad school. I went to the MBA program. Um, in the MBA program, so I mean, I'm by this point, I'm 27, 28. Really, have never done any any writing. Um, I signed up to be one of the one of the, like the college bloggers. So I I I had a blog under the Ohio State MBA. Um, program and and I would blog about classes and about stuff but I, I I really enjoyed it it was it was really cool just like sharing my my experience and then people started to reflect like oh man you're you're a great writer like I love your writing and and it, it seemed weird to me because I just I had been carrying this belief that like I'm not good at writing because I'm I'm good at math and yeah. I can't be good at I can't be good at both so that was my my first blog like you know blogging experience um and then I I went to World Domination Summit in uh, in June of 2011, totally on a whim. Like I, I worked a corporate job. I I wasn't an entrepreneur or an author or I mean in my mind like I was nothing special. But I just wanted to go to that event, and I met all these like all these people who, you know, entrepreneurs, bloggers who like were living these really amazing lives. Some of them traveling all over the world. And and getting paid just to write about their lives, and and all of them were so open and like humble, and said, "Yeah, like like you can do it too. You have, all you have to do is you you buy a domain name, and then you start writing, <laughs> and you just keep and you keep writing." Um, so I I started my blog shortly after, so July 2011. So it's been three and a half years, nice. and and I've just just I've been writing, and um, I. I have no structure. I I have some some good friends, um, like like my friend James Clear comes to mind. Um, we actually went to grad school uh, um, together, but he I mean he he has a massive blog. I, I mean, well over like a hundred thousand email subscribers, and and he writes every like every Monday and Thursday, or or Monday and Wednesday. You know, like one of those two days. And I yeah. I have I have a good amount of friends who who do that, who like really like. Decide to like quote unquote like turn pro, but I I really just write when I'm inspired. Um, so sometimes sometimes it's like in the morning, or sometimes it's at eleven o'clock at night. But for for me, it's it's almost like I feel something like in my chest that just needs to come out, and then I just I almost like drop everything and 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 do it. And I've I've been doing that for for the past three and a half years, and um, yeah, and and my. I I had this blog go like super viral, so I mean I've had probably like about two hundred thousand visitors in twenty twenty fifth or twenty fourteen, nice. um, just just like a little bit under that, and and that blows my mind like like that many human beings. I mean when it when I first started writing, it was like twenty people would read an article and say, "Yeah, Mike, great job," and and it's just it's been slow. I mean, really slowly. I mean, like subscriber by subscriber, mm-hmm. um, it's it's been growing, and um, yeah, and it's and it's fun. It's fun to hear you say the word like like professional writing, because because for me, it's just like I I write, and there's there's very little that's professional <laughs> about yeah. it. I, and and there's times where I even feel like, man, like am I just vomiting just all over the all over the internet? But um, what I get reflected back a lot is like, wow, like thank you so much for for like being real and sharing either the like the shadow side or the the behind the scenes of entrepreneurship or 
of being a nomad or of being in a you know in, in a partnership with a woman that you live with. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so so to to hear you say professional writer, it's like cool. I'm I'm glad they think that. Um, I'm just going to keep on writing, and um, and I'm like I'm going to keep writing until it's fun. Like if if there was ever a time where it's not fun anymore, then then I would stop. But it's still it's like one of my favorite things to do. Like it's I I I almost need to do it just to like get it to get get this like information out of my body and just out into the world. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, a, yeah, it's like it's almost tough to 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 turn pro because of what that means in our minds sometimes. You know, it's like we mm. when we consider ourselves a professional, then it's like getting married to to someone. Then you're you're bringing mm-hmm. in a massive amount of expectations and how things, you know, should be done and I mean I I'm actually a firm believer that that whether it's relationships or professional or whatever but giving yourself that title I think um I know it doesn't really work for me and I can use the example of marriage whereas like I don't actually think that getting married besides the legality of it I don't think that getting married helped anything because I think it just gave us a whole different set of expectations to work through. Now some people some people have been wanting to get married their whole life and that kind of worked for them, but for us it was kind of like, "Oh wow, now we got to now we got to deal with the what we think this should be." And mm-hmm. and I and I like how you've really stayed uh innocent through the writing process. And 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 you've also published a lot. You know, you wrote a you wrote a book, and now you've written a second book. And mm-hmm. you know, you you do blog on a on a actually regularly consistent basis. It may not be a publishing schedule of every week, um, mm-hmm. but you do pump out content, which is really what's important. It's not important that that you met, met some goals. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I want to say a little about your writing style too, for people who aren't familiar with you. Is 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 you 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 know you you might say it's vomiting on the internet and, and in mm-hmm. a lot of ways that that would be a really cool thing to do but it's like you're really just pouring out what's going on for you and you have a very um like intimate memoir style of writing mm-hmm. that's what i would yeah. say and yeah. and i like it too because you're you stick to it like you're you know it's actually kind of like what we what we what we talked about at the conference for men it's like let's just do what let's just do what you do really well <laughs> we, can't, mm-hmm. we definitely could go in other areas, but let's let's focus on this thing of sharing vulnerably, opening your heart. That just happens to be something that you're fantastic at, and I think it comes out in your writing too, because that's you know you're writing it, it, one article after another is just like here's a deeper cut of me, here's a deeper cut of me, here's a deeper cut of me, and and I just there's really like you really do that incredibly well, and so I wanted to just kind of share that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah, I forgot. I wrote a book. (laughs) Um, yeah. So, and, and, and on the, on the book thing, I, so I, I first came up with an, with an idea. So my, my original idea, um, was to like get in a car at the beginning of August 1st with like no roadmap, no plans and just like drive and, and then write like a, and just do this like real time one month adventure. Um, but then that kind of didn't work out. But, but then I decided, what if I just, um, and that didn't work out because like some, some things became planned. Um, but then I thought, what if I just, just write for, for a day and, and almost do like a, like a one month memoir. And, and I did it just 
I don't know. I like I just did it just just to do it. I mean, one, it was part personal challenge, part just to like write every day. Mm-hmm. Um, part of it just to just to get better at the practice of of writing because I I consider everything in life a pra- like even life itself is is a practice and yeah. Um, so I just I consider it just a really great just experiment or something something to do to deepen my practice of of writing and and I wrote every day for you know 31 days and some days were super challenging and I didn't want to do it and and I shared that in the book like wow I I really don't want to write today and I'm kind of angry at you like reader <laughs> even though you know even though like what did I do I'm, man I'm just reading the book <laughs> you know even though I'm I'm obviously I I chose to do do this myself um and and then once it was done, so oh, so I I think what what really holds people back, or I'll I'll just speak for myself, was so the book was done, but it took like four months to get it published because I went through through so much like internal struggle and internal dialogue of you know like why why would I share this like this book like this book is a piece of shit like this <laughs> this book i i just wrote it like in a in a word document and you know i and and it's just it's a bunch of gibberish it's like it's just me yeah. talking about talking about what i'm doing like like who who wants to read about just just what i'm doing in my life and right. and and how i'm feeling but then so so to to get from there to a published book was was 3 or 4 months cuz i my my friend Angela Loria, um, she she she's a book publisher. So I I decided to um, to publish with her. So kind of a hybrid uh, between between self self publishing and then getting like actual uh, publishing contract. Mm-hmm. And and then she had one of her editors like edit the book, and then they sent me back the edited version, and it it wasn't my book anymore. It was it was a much better book. Like it. It flowed a lot better, and you know, characters came out. At, you know, it, it was a much better book, but it just wasn't my book anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so then I was just going to scrap the whole project and be like, you know what? Like, it's this is just becoming too much of a hassle. And I, I remember, I forgot who who I was talking to, and um, and you know, they said, "What are you going to do?" And and I said, "I I, I really don't want to take on this this." like the edited version it, it just doesn't feel feel like my book anymore they mm-hmm. they took out some of the parts that that were me and they said well do you want to just just have them publish what you did right and then i said yes and then so i i just had her had her publish what i wrote and and then i even shared in the in the in the epilogue that like yeah like this book almost didn't make it to to the light of day just i had to go through so much resistance and you know and I shouldn't say like arguing with with my publisher, but I mean she she was trying to make my book like a like a like like a much better book that that would sell more copies and that would you know maybe be more palatable for the masses and um, it just didn't feel right for me. Um, so I I just published it and 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 when I published it, I had a bunch of people email me out um, out of the blue and say, "Wow, just like think like this is." Someone said this is the best self-help book I've ever read, and mm. this this sixty-nine-year-old guy from I, I forgot where, but from some foreign country, wrote this long email on on how like it just changes life, and like he's gonna he's just gonna totally like just basically like start living the life that he wants mm. to live at, at the age of sixty-nine, and That's beautiful. Um, yeah, and 
and and my goal and i i think i wrote it in the book too is like my my goal for this is just to help one person like i that's it like if i if this book helps one person it's it's a massive success and um that's that's pretty much my goal like anytime i i do any like webinar or you know even even this this podcast interview my goal is to help one person or mm-hmm. anytime i speak my goal is to help one person cuz like you <laughs> you might as well set it set the bar as low as possible because you know once i get that email it's like yes this was a resounding success yeah and and it and it just feels better than than having a goal of being a new york times bestseller or selling 100,000 copies yeah. um and if yeah. you don't get that email you can always look and say i feel like i was the person that got helped <laughs> mm, yeah dude yeah that's and <laughs> and yeah so that's that's the biggest point that's that's definitely like I everything I do my my writing even my even my coaching work and even the the conference for men that I put on in April with with a lot of your help <laughs> um, that like that was for me like the like August was was for me for for me to to share these stories and to drop the shame around them um, mm-hmm. most of my blogging it's it's for me to to drop shame and and to show more of myself and to practice being fully expressed and and just to just to grow as a as a as a human being um i mean every everything that we do is ultimately for ourselves so mm-hmm. um yeah i'm i'm super glad you you made that point i mean for for everyone who writes i mean ultimately they do it for themselves and um along the way if it's good then it also helps a lot of other people to 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 do stuff for themselves. Yeah, oh. that's really beautiful. You know, the coming from the the perspective of of coaches here too. It's like I really because uh, that almost just popped up in my head as sort of like a um, like a, a deep assignment to someone mm-hmm. that that really wants to experience some transformation, and they say, okay. So, you know, you want this, um, your task over the next six months as you work together is to write a vulnerable memoir and publish mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And that's like anybody can do that. You don't even have to be a good writer. You don't need a publisher. Mm-hmm. You just need to put your inner life on a paper or on a computer document and mm-hmm. and put it on Amazon. I mean, that that alone is incredibly just, I, I love that you highlighted that because because you do it so well. And because it's something that anybody can do, um, I think you happen to be really good at it. But you know, at the same time, it's like anybody can do that, and it's super hard. And, and it actually makes me think, too. If I'm like, oh man, that that would be a, would be a great idea for me to do that. I, I'm, the book I'm working on is 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 a has a different feel, and I feel like mm-hmm. if I went, um, you know, most of my life without publishing a vulnerable memoir. I think mm. that would I think I would be um that would be a tragedy. So I really mm. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, and and the good thing is that now I'm a published author and I got to see the whole process and talk to a publisher and learn about the editing process and and Amazon and um so I'm like I'm going to write more books, but since I I got that first one out, out of the way, it's just the the second one's going to be much easier, and the and the third and the fourth one. I mean, just easier, easier, easier. Yeah. Um. And and then it'll get to the point where like writing a book will just be like tying my shoe. You know, like I right. I think of guys guys like Steve Chandler or like Seth Godin. I mean, they just they just they're book factories, but 
Um, I'm sure their first one was pretty hard. Yeah. And yeah. I think there's some kind of breaking the ice metaphor here because it it really does feel like that, and that's what I see is you know it's the same thing with starting companies too. I feel like people that people that have started mm-hmm. a, you know a company and that that's had a moderate success. You know, then mm-hmm. they're off to the races. Then it's like all of a sudden there's new projects popping up all over the place because they've gone through it and they said, oh, look at that. Uh, you know, it wasn't as easy as I thought. Maybe it wasn't as hard as I thought, but it wasn't as mis- – you know, now it's not a mystery anymore. You know, mm-hmm. you, you just keep writing until you feel like it's finished and then you send it to someone and that's it, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's not um, – and that's the one of the things that, that really goes through my head a lot too is, you know, trying to write a book is 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 really a, a – uh, a poor approach <laughs> to, to it's a, it's a bad assignment to give your mind, you know, mm. your mind doesn't know what to do with that. It's like, that's like saying trying to think a year in advance or trying to think mm-hmm. six months in advance. But if I just looked at my book and say, well, what if I just wrote um, a series of blog posts or, mm-hmm. you know, what if, and, and then give myself permission to make the book a hundred pages or 50 pages or whatever it was um, mm-hmm. such a more like palatable thing to uh to talk about so yeah 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 and um yeah go ahead yeah all right so i've got some questions for you so one of the things that that we've kind of touched on here and it's almost you know i'm going to ask you about about the zone like the zone of creativity for you and Mm -hmm. it's funny because you know I almost don't want to spoil your innocence around this. <laughs> so it's like, I don't, you know, as, as I ask this, I'm thinking to myself, well, I, I don't want them to think too much about it because you have this beautiful approach yeah. where you don't really think about it too much. Spoil <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's, it's like the old man who says to the teenage boy, like, don't get married. You have no idea what you're in for. <laughs> yeah. That's so like, try not to, or yeah, try not. Yeah, no, you're you're not going to spoil me. So ask okay. away, and, okay. and and maybe I need to be spoiled. Maybe I, I could use a little more structure. <laughs> yeah. So, so what turns what what turns you on, creativity wise? Oh man, what 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 turns me on is 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 writing something that I'm afraid to write, um, and and that didn't. I mean, that's what. There's there's moments where like I'll be in conversations with friends and and I'll and I'll suddenly realize that like that I had this big blind spot that I I had been operating with all my life and and most people would take that blind spot and like I don't know write in their diary or mm-hmm. go see a, a therapist but <laughs> but when I see that blind spot I'm like, oh my gosh I, I need to share this with the world <laughs> <laughs> totally yeah and and it, I mean it it certainly was was never ever like that but I. I I wrote this one one blog post that just changed my entire yeah my entire blog and really my my entire life it was I think February 2013 and it was like the the sex booze masturbation and cold showers um, where I yeah where I I decided to to take two months off from from drinking and and women so like no no dating no kissing like no masturbation and no alcohol, which at the time were like my two favorite hobbies or pastimes were like get drunk and date and and like, you know, try and like have sex with women or date women or just like that. Those were my those were my favorite numbing agents. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So 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 for two months I just I just didn't. And then it was this amazing experience and 
like like women became more beautiful to me. My I almost feel like like my sex drive like just kind of shot through the roof in week seven, and then just I mean just like all all or day seven, just all all these incredible things happened where I I got more more comfortable going out sober and realized I I didn't even need alcohol and just just all these things happened and then and I had this this like wealth of wisdom that I had gained in in two months and I just I knew that I had to share it but it was it was so scary and that was by far like the the biggest like coming out post that I I mean before that I would write about like just kind of like the and 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 like I want to make a very important point too like Mm -hmm. like like one person's vulnerability like isn't better than someone else's like oh like the you know it's like like I'm not a a better writer because I'm more vulnerable I mean like Anytime anyone shares something that's that's vulnerable, like that's really vulnerable for them, and like that's their truth, and it's beautiful that that they're doing it. Yeah. Um, but for for me in that moment, like that was that was the scariest thing that I had had ever shared, and and I shared it, and I mean, I I almost feel like I felt like I was gonna die. Like when I hit hit publish, I just thought like my like my dad's gonna hate me, my friends are gonna hate me. Yeah. Um, like this is stupid. Like like <laughs> what am I? Like I am. I will never be able to get a job again or like any kind of <laughs> nice. I'll never I'll never be a executive coach or do any kind of corporate consulting because corporations are just going to think I'm some sick pervert alcoholic <laughs> guy. Um and then and then that was like by far my like my most shared post at the time and mm-hmm. and all these men wrote and said, "Oh my gosh, like thank you for thank you for giving a voice to some that I struggle with on a on a consistent basis and and it was it was just it was so life-changing for me to realize that like I could share something that that was very shadowy for me and and very scary and not only would I like not die and and people it's not like people would hate me but people actually like loved me more and and I just got just so many comments and conversations of just like I love your writing like your blog is one of the only you know two or three blogs that I read anymore um and 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 I mean I could have very easily never have shared that post and I could be one of those like guru life coaches who like pretends that he or she like their life is really smooth all the time and I'm just like sitting in bliss (laughs) Mm -hmm. but um but I'm I'm so glad that I did because because one I I, I can just feel better about being a human being and just being a like share my humanness openly um and and two i man just like since since I've done that like i I kind of like rarely drink now and I'm in a really great like committed monogamous relationship and then I live with my partner and i I sometimes wonder like like had i had I not been that honest with the world like I wonder if if I would have gotten my "Quote unquote," like gotten my act together, um, but I, I almost feel that by sharing, um, there's almost this like public accountability of oh man, like I, <laughs> like I just I just shared this with the world. Like I don't want to go back to just drinking all the time and mm-hmm. sleeping with random women. Not not that anything's bad. Like there's there's nothing that's like good or bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but 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 for me, yeah, it it feels good to have that stuff out there because it's almost this like this like public. Sort of like a public accountability to 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 keep growing and and to keep expanding and and to keep like deepening my practice with my partner and keep being healthier and making more money like 
just just cause just because I know I know other other people are watching. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so that's what that's definitely like what like what what turns me on in writing is is just just writing stuff that I'm kind of afraid to share um, or or writing stuff that like that I've you know maybe I go to like a workshop or or I do something and I have this crazy breakthrough around like sex or money that like I know is pretty controversial to the to the way that like we've been programmed by our society or religion or our parents to to think about something I I kind of love sharing those posts cuz cuz I I know I know that they like shock people and mm-hmm. I know people probably unblock me but I I love I love being the the pattern interrupt for for many people and like I I love knowing that my writing is helping people all over the world like awaken to deeper levels of of love or you know more more body love or love around their their body you know their their cocks or you know sex or just you know being being okay with like making money and i i just i love that that my writing is shocking people into deeper states of awareness mm-hmm. um and and it's funny cuz i it it's it's really interesting being here right now being um a writer who shares so openly cuz I used to read like I used to read like Michael Michael Ellsberg's post or mm-hmm. I used to read James Altucher's and I would think like these guys are crazy like like who like who the fuck are these dudes like they're <laughs> like they're like they're talking like these guys are mentally ill like who would who would share this much information and like aren't they putting themselves at danger and pri- like privacy like like this is insane and then I mean it's kind of now I now my my internal state pretty much matches what I share with the world, and um, yeah, and it's just it's funny because I I know that I used to read people's stuff, and I would just think like these guys are nuts, um, but now, but now that I know how good it feels mm-hmm. um, to just be living like out in the open, kind of flaws and all, like I, I there's no way I, I would ever go back to like hiding things from people because then I'd be worried that they'd find out I'm. A fraud, or you know, it's like I don't want to have like these like secrets. Yeah, know? yeah, and I love too what you know. This idea of uh, the public accountability, and and I think what we're also seeing too is that there is you know the more light you can shine on that stuff, the better. And then mm-hmm. the most the the biggest spotlight is to put it in a public domain and have it shared. And mm-hmm. so it's like you know it really truly is out of the closet i mean it it goes in the journal all right and eh, like the closet doors opening a little bit now you tell a few people about it okay it's opening more but like truly if you want to just swing the door like french doors wide open you know mm-hmm. it, putting publishing it not just publishing it like and and you know putting it online for other people to see but but actually like putting it under the pretense that that you are a helper of people and then here mm-hmm. is my body of work, you know, mm-hmm. and it's like that is that is a that is like a, a fantastic way to shine maximum amount of light on it. I mean, the only mm-hmm. way you could do it more is if you were like, you know, a, a celebrity and then you were doing like a news report and like, you know, all of a sudden there's like you and like a, a podium and there's like cameras flashing and you're like, hey, everybody uh, just wanted to share a few things. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like it's <laughs> really like it's the maximum amount of light you could shine on this stuff. And I think that's why it's so effective. Yeah. Yeah. 
Okay, what what um, what turns you off? What what do you find that um, just some things that 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 really dim your creative light? Um, what 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 turns me off? What really turns me off are 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 blogs that that just blogs that are that are blogs and websites that are created for the sole purpose of like getting more 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 clicks and they use all the tactics of like clickbait headlines or like the like the like the seven secrets to having mind-blowing orgasms like you need to see number 6 and yeah. and and and, yeah. and and the secrets are like breathe and like look into her eyes and <laughs> right. um yeah so i just i uh, I, it's funny too, because like I'm a marketer, but like I, I still have issues with, with just thing. Like when I, when I click on a page, and if I go to it and I'm like really disappointed, <laughs> and if I mm-hmm. like that, that kind of uh, upsets me a bit. Um, I, what also turns me off would be like if anyone, if anyone said, hey, like I, I need you to to write this and like here's the spin that I want you to put on it or mm. um I've I I haven't done any any guest posts um I know a lot of people grow their blog like significantly through guest posts so I'm mm-hmm. I'm probably losing losing out a bit um but yeah I I haven't done any cuz like I I really don't like conforming to like someone else's container or someone else's structure mm-hmm. um and that's you know that that's my own that's my own stuff and my my own just wanting to always be like free and independent um but yeah what what turns me off is like when when someone says oh like i want you to 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 squish your art into this little box and and for me i feel like no my my art's way bigger than than that box like there's a lot more that can go on there mm-hmm. and 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 when someone says no you're your art's a little too much. We need to, we need to make it fit in this box. Um, yeah, which is probably why I haven't done any like mainstream stuff. Um, but but I'm okay with that because I like internally I feel really good about the stuff that I that I put out. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, and it's not right or wrong. Like I have I have friends who do amazing like an amazing job of like syndication and getting their stuff on like entrepreneur.com or like mind body green or like elephant journal and yeah. you know and it and it and it helps their business a lot and maybe maybe there's some room for me to I don't know put my art in a couple other boxes cuz even though if it's not perfect it'll it'll get more eyes to my website and to my work which I know changes lives so you know so so maybe like I'm just not you know, maybe I'm being selfish with my art, but, but um, yeah, but but that's that. I think that's what what turns me off the most is is um, yeah, just 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 trying to like take take something that's like so so potent and so like rich and multifaceted, and then turning it into something that feels like vanilla. Mm-hmm. Or that just feels like 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 it doesn't have any grit or like any heart anymore. Yeah, I, I've had actually a very similar experience um, writing for like you know Elephant Journal or Good Man Project, and and there's mm-hmm. actually kind of this like it's almost like I don't want to say like death of a dream, but it's something when you when you actually get 
into these conversations with the editors of these websites, you know, mm-hmm. there's there's a part of me that really still hopes that they put art before hits, mm-hmm. you know, and whether and it was Elephant Journal, Good Men Project, whatever, and they don't. I mean, the truth is that they that at the end of the day, they're a business. They need to mm-hmm. make money, and these mm-hmm. editors don't look at you as an artist. They look at you as a click generator. Yep. And it's kind of sad. And I remember actually one article. I only I only wrote one article for Elephant Journal, and I thought it was I thought it was just it needed to be an Elephant Journal because it talked about um, sex educators and and asking for money. Mm, and, yeah, yeah. And so I wrote it, and I had this brilliant title. I thought this is it was brilliant because I didn't I didn't think it would like I thought it would attract attention. I didn't particularly care if it was yeah. PC, but it was the title the working title I had was. Um, why sex educators would rather deep throat a dildo than ask for money. Yeah. And I thought that was a pretty awesome title. And I submitted the article to Elephant Journal and they checked, they, they changed the t- title to like why, why sex educators won't ask for money. And I was so like bummed. I was like, who, I was like, what, wh- who's out there like protesting deep throating dildos? Like what, what is that? Who's that going to hurt? I mean, are they going to mm-hmm. lose a few people, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, similar thing with Good Men Project. You know, I was I'd submit articles, but you know, the they just the first couple I submitted were kind of controversial, you know, mm-hmm. and it just happens to be sometimes I write controversial stuff, sometimes I don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I, you know, would submit something like really heartfelt, and I'd say, oh guys, you know, last couple articles were great, and this one, this one is like the one I would want to put on my gravestone. Like this is mm-hmm. this is this is the this is really beautiful. This is this is mm-hmm. wonderful piece of art. And they were like, nah man, sorry. It's you know it's not gonna piss people off or whatever. They didn't actually mm-hmm. say that, but I could tell that it wasn't gonna just it wasn't gonna generate the kind of controversy. Mm-hmm. Um and uh you know that that to me it, it if I had if I did that more often, which I don't, if I did that more often I think it would slowly kill me. Mm-hmm and I just feel like that's, um, you know, I, I do appreciate the the move to avoid being in that situation because I think it really it keeps our spirit alive, which is ultimately what's really important. Yeah, and 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 writing and like turning turning creative work into something like a like a assembly line or Ugh. or production, like that's the quickest way to just just put out a bunch of shit, just a bunch of like just soulless. Yeah, I mean, there's there's really nothing. I mean, there's there's so much writing out there that like there's there's nothing. There's there's nothing there. Mm. Um, it, it's just facts. It's just facts and places and names. And um, I like reading. So I like reading blogs that that make me feel. And I like I'm thoroughly convinced that that like like learning how to make people feel. If you can make someone feel like like you are God, like, like if I can, yeah. so, so my, my partner, like Liz, like if I can make her feel, um, happy or safe or turned on, then, then like she just, she feels more open to me. If, if I can make someone feel even the bad stuff, like if I can make someone feel angry or feel sad or just feel really inspired, then, then I've touched them in a way that, that few people do. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's there's those like the the movies, like the movie, the Notebook, right? People hate on it a lot, but I watched that movie the first time. I was like bawling in my friend's bathroom. I was like, oh my! It's a good <laughs> I said, okay. movie, man. I saw it. Too. Yeah, I I watched it with this girl, and I said, hey, I I need to go to the bathroom because I 
I wasn't comfortable crying yet because I hadn't been to the conference for men, and I <laughs> so <true>. and, <laughs> and I and I just cried in her bathroom for like I, I just like got in a fetal position, and I mean that was that that might have been one of the deepest cries in my twenties was watching the Notebook, but. Wow. I mean, I mean, everybody knows that movie because it just it makes you feel, and and it makes and and if you can make someone feel, you make them feel alive. They and 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 they want whatever you have, whether it's a product or a service or coaching or a mastermind group or I mean, even shoes, right? Like if like a really amazing commercial, um, you know, sells more like hot dogs or sunglasses. Um, so so make. Like if you can make people feel, um, which which really is just like pouring your heart out, like telling good stories, um, then then your your writing is so much more potent than I don't know something you might read like in on the, like the Associated Press or like someone's like someone's press release. Like like yeah. no no press release that I've ever read like turned me on or made me feel anything. It's just yeah. It's just you know such and such so and so business ABC business has come to San Diego and they are in a hundred and eight square foot warehouse and they are open for business from nine to five and and there's like there's it, there's nothing it's it's just a fact yeah um, but then there's certain blog posts I can I can think of that I mean there's there's things that like Michael Ellsberg or like James Altucher or um, I love Mark Manson a lot too. Like, there's things that those guys have have written that have like changed my life, like mm-hmm. changed my life as a man. Yeah. Um. So 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 that's the stuff that's good. The the stuff that like that it's it just it makes people feel and it changes their life because like there's no, like there's certain things that after you read them like you just can't help but like be a more loving person or be a more awaken person so in in my opinion like that's what quote unquote good writing is yeah yeah that's that's really beautiful you know i when you said when you talked about the story about the notebook and Mm -hmm. that that sort of registered for me even as someone who's heard a lot from you that sort Mm -hmm. of registered me as like oh wow that's i didn't know that about mike and I just mm. sort of pictured, uh, you know, another blog post or something like that. I mean, <laughs> I, I cried while watching The Notebook or something like that. That's like a yeah. great. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of, I mean, that's like a lot of guys don't want to admit that. I know like me personally, like crying during like quote unquote chick flicks, probably yeah. not the thing I want to, you know, share. And, and it's beautiful that, that, um, yeah, I just love that story. So that's really cool. Yeah. Um, okay. So how, another question here is, um, how do you and this is more of a this is more of a I say like a deeper spiritual question for some people I suppose but how do you experience your zone so when you're in the zone like what is that what is that like for you like what what is the experience of it in your world yeah so so when I'm in the zone um there's there's sometimes where um, where I will just like have a whole blog post, just like boom, like it's it's it just it just comes to me. Um, some people, you know, might call it like getting a download, but some sometimes I'll literally just like download like a whole blog post, and it's just it's it's there, and it's it's in my body, like it's in my heart, it's in my brain, and the way that I get it out. So my my best writing, I. 
I'm listening to like explosions in the sky on Spotify. Um, I'm sitting in a chair. Um, I sometimes I I have my eyes closed or like I like being in a in a dark room. Um, I sometimes I I kind of move as I write, just mm-hmm. kind of like move like a like a snake or like what <laughs> nice. what might be kind of like sensual movement, just to just to get this out and. Um, yeah, some of some of my my best writing has been like eyes closed, like moving like a like a belly dancer. <laughs> awesome. um, totally and and but it's it's uh, right. So like you you use the spiritual frame for for me. It's like it's just it's like getting out of the way and just like letting like truly like letting my like like letting my heart just like everything out on onto the page. Um, with without editing or censoring or like worrying if my like friends from grad school or if my dad's gonna read it, but just like just truly like just just getting it out. Um, I man, love this like, idea of like writing with your hips. That's like I'm right now yeah. as I'm sitting here, I'm like kind of moving my hips around, and I'm feeling like mm-hmm. wow, that would be really. I would love to incorporate more of that. So I'm like, you know, as I'm writing and just kind of like the hips start going, I'm like, yeah. And especially yeah. if I'm kind of blocked, like that's really fun to kind of do a little belly dance as I, as I write. I love that. Yeah. It like when I, when I do that, I mean, and, and I don't always, always do that, but like when I do it, it, it literally flows. Like it, it just flows and, and right. And, and the mind, like the mind, body, spirit heart like it's all one like it's all it's all connected so yeah so if so if you're moving you know like maybe maybe there was some sort of like energetic block like in your in your abdomen or in your heart or like in your shoulders because you were afraid that someone was going to read it but but maybe like maybe you just like literally move through it um i don't know yeah um and and I don't even know how I started doing that. Like, I mean, every everything, everything <laughs> One day that I just looked down and it's like, oh wait a second, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah, what's going on with my body? <laughs> Hips don't lie uh, though. Damn, look at this. All right. <laughs> so yeah, so so that's one thing. Um, music definitely help help helps for me. Like some sort of some sort of ambient music. Like I I love explosions in in, uh, in the sky or. Like the human experience, or just 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 something that it it almost drops me down. Like it drops my brain down. I I drop into my body more. I I I I relax more. Like my my body is more relaxed, and mm-hmm. for me, that's a way better place to write from. Um, so so music helps, and um, tur- turning off turning off Facebook, Gmail, like any kind of notifications, like turning. Turning your phone onto airplane mode. Um, some some people like to write like in a in a full screen Word document or like a notebook. Just just so all you see is is white space, and yeah. all you all you do is write. Um, because we're we have the the worst attention spans in the history of mankind, mm-hmm. um, and. I mean, any any kind of ding or any kind of notification or Gmail or or call will will pull you out like out of that out of that zone of of whatever you call it like inspiration or connection to source or like in flow, but just that that place where you create your your best work. I mean, if you're if you're just you're flowing, 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 and then you get a phone call like you're it's gonna break it. Um, so so some. So just trying to create some some sort of container 
um, yeah, some some sort of container because um, it it does help to have a little structure. So I I I almost take back what I said at the beginning, where where I said you know I'm I'm pretty structureless, but like I do have some some structure in creating like like the the most optimal container to write. Um, and a lot of that is like environment, music, water, just yeah, nice dance, dancing like a belly dancer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's that's I I totally get that, and I think that's really that's beautiful. Yeah, when I think about music, I de- definitely picking music that's not gonna engage my my left brain. Mm-hmm. Um, in a way, it's like it's not there's not gonna be any vocals probably, or if there are, it's kind of like oohs and ahs. Um, you know, nothing like that's like, will catch my attention. Um, even like, even like really good jazz, you know, might Mm. not be a great idea because there might be some just like killer solos or riffs in there that are like, Oh, that's great. I I just want it to like, I want it to take me over. So I'm not Mm -hmm. listening to it. It's like, just, it's just kind of in the space, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, okay. Here's another one for you. Um, what is your biggest fear as a writer? Mm, I think my, my biggest fear, um, so, so in this moment I'm, I'm feeling a lot of joy cause there's not a whole lot of fear there anymore, which is, it's, it's so different from when I first started. Um, so I'm really happy and excited about that. Um, the, the only, the only two that are present at all. So one fear is that like something that I wrote will keep me from doing something cool in the future because someone was like offended by my writing or doesn't like me or, um, isn't down with having sex or, <laughs> or like, or just, you know, so, so that's a fear that, that, um, I might not be able to like have a coaching client or have, have some sort of, um, experience just because of someone else's judgment. Um, but then as I go deeper with that, like, why would I want to hang out with someone who would judge something about me that's true anyway? You know, so it's like, so that so th- so that fear kind of goes away even after I said it because because now like since I'm so open, um, man the the people that I've drawn in oh my gosh like even like you and Paula and just these like I'm I'm friends with some of like the gr- literally the greatest teachers in the world around sexuality and spirituality like and I I don't even know how how that happened I just started talking about sexuality and spirituality and and then started hanging out with them or like a go, going to Burning Man and like they're my friends now that blows my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so the benefits far, far outweigh the like the maybe I, maybe I didn't get invited to like someone's wedding or someone's bar, like 4th of July barbecue because I wrote some post about blowjobs. But you know, it's like when I think of the, the, the love and support and, and community that I got because I was brave, it's, I mean, just, I mean, just, like a thousand times more, mm. um, so 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 that's one fear. That, but, but that that fear is still still there. Sometimes I'm afraid that um, people don't like me, and that yeah, and that I won't get to do stuff because of it. Mm. Um, another fear that's probably deeper than that is that um, making money. Like I have a fear that 
that I just won't be able to make money from this or or um, somehow something that I that I wrote is going to make me like too weird to work like too weird to to be hired again or for someone to like work with me mm-hmm. um, so so there's like the money I mean there's a definite like huge huge kind of kind of money stuff um, and and I'm going to share this because this is a crazy one, but I this one just came up after the I've <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm afraid sometimes that like yeah I'll, I'll just say like I'm afraid sometimes that like I'm, I might get like assassinated or or killed huh. um, because like I'm afraid that like I I'm still holding back like I'm there's still some things that I don't write about that would probably be really worth writing about that would that would that would help a lot of people or create just a, another just more healthy conscious perspective like like racism or, or rape or there's just or I mean God and religion like there's there's certain there's just certain topics that like that I really haven't written about or um, there's there's still like a, a I mean I I'm pretty transparent but like even now I know that I could be a hundred times more transparent with like the the really shadowy stuff, like the stuff about, like the stuff that is is so far back there that it it even scares me. Mm-hmm. Um, and and there have been times where like I thought, man, like what if my blog gets super popular and then um, and then I just become this like leader of men and like just this business grows and then I'm, I'm a threat to the government or, or like, what if something that I write, um, makes like a woman leave her husband and her husband kills me or, yeah, like these are, these are actual fears that I've had, you know, like what if, what if something that I write like puts me in danger or like puts my family in danger? Um, so, so that's something that I've definitely thought about, but, um, but then again, like in in the grand scheme of things, like I don't know. It's like I I know I'm gonna die, and mm-hmm. I want to live like the 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 richest, you know, most fulfilled, adventurous life possible. So if yeah, so I mean, so I, I I'm just gonna keep on taking the the path that that scares me a little bit, or like just keep on taking the courageous path because. Um, so far so good, and yeah, right. You know, I I know how my life was before, um, when I was paralyzed in fear, and um, I mean, I just watched everybody else like do cool stuff, and I sat back on the sidelines, just thinking that like that wasn't for me because I like I didn't have the money, or I wasn't a good writer, or I wasn't talented enough, or I wasn't charismatic enough. I mean, just all these reasons. Um, and then I just like started doing the stuff, and and it's it's amazing how quickly, um, like when I think of how different I am in the, in these three years. I mean, even how different I am in like three months of like living with Liz. Like mm-hmm. like once you once you start taking like just chances and doing scary stuff like just I'm like a just a different I'm so so much more capable to 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 handle life like I am like I am superhuman compared to myself like three years ago mm-hmm. uh, and, and it's just because I yeah I just like I did it like I I sold all my stuff like I I traveled I 
I, I wrote a book, I did a conference, I'm dating a really powerful woman and, and like every single thing terrified me before I did it, mm-hmm. but I could have either not done it like I did for most of my life or I could be like, fuck it, like I, I'm just going to do it and just do it. <laughs> so, yeah. Nice. Nice. All right, last question, Mike. If you were to visit yourself, let's say three years ago because that feels like a good time frame for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and you were talking about in the context of writing, let's say. I mean, certainly there's mm-hmm. all sorts of life advice you could have imparted. But um, just one thing as a writer that you would that you would pass down to yourself, um, having lived these last three years and, and learned what you learned. Uh, what's the one thing you would you would share with your your younger self? Um. Yeah, just what's what's most present is like is like make them feel like just make them feel something. Mm. Uh, so, so share, you know, share share stuff that like makes you cry or like or like almost makes you want to cry or share share stuff that like terrifies you or or share share about stuff that like pisses you off. Just like just just the like injustices or or things that that piss you off or or just make you just so happy. Um, and we share, share that stuff. Cause that's, um, cause if you can move other people and like, you know, people are moved by my work, then you can create movements and, and, you can, and you can move them into your, your programs and you can move them towards purchasing your products. And, um, yeah, to just, to to me that that seems like the secret sauce of writing. I just that just what nice. that's that's what just feels really true to me right now. That like if you can get someone to 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 feel something, like they'll know who you are. I mean they and even if they don't like you, like at least they know who you are. I mean there's people know who like Howard Stern and Rush Limbaugh and like Tucker Max are. Like I mean everyone kind of knows they're they're all like, very depolarizing, but people know who they are. So. Like make people feel and they'll know who you are. Um, some people won't like you, but then a lot of people will love you. Mm-hmm. And then when they want to hang out with you, just, just invoice them <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and give them something, you know, give them something to buy and then you'll have a business. Yeah. I, I really, I really appreciate that last piece uh, that I feel like that really served as a, as a beautiful reminder for me just make mm-hmm. make people feel like it's it's such a nice guiding principle because it's not it's not the first thing I think of when I sit down to write you know mm-hmm. it's not my first intention and in a lot of ways I think it's the it's one of those intentions that just brings out all sorts of other things mm-hmm. um, so I really appreciate that well um, thank you so much Mike I'm I'm super glad we got to sit down and talk about writing it really um, I I just want to say I, I I so appreciate your your innocence. Like that's what really that's the word that kind of comes to me as as the biggest appreciation for you as a as a writer, um, mm-hmm. how you approach it, and it's it's just really you've you've stayed in that you you've you've published so much and stayed in that innocence. I mean, mm-hmm. I we all experience it at some point in our careers. You know, I mean, I remember mm-hmm. even hitting this point with like Facebook posts. Um, 
you know, actually it was like around the time I met you because I never saw Facebook as like a, as like a tool. I just kept writing stupid shit and people liked it. And then, <laughs> and then all of a sudden I, I, I thought, you know, I heard, Oh, you can put the headline in caps and then that'll, mm-hmm. or th- there was a strategy and I started getting in my head about it. And, and it's like, I lost my innocence in some way. And then I went back to just writing stupid things if I wanted to write them or rants <laughs> if I wanted to write them. But it's like, you've, you've really maintained the, the, the innocence of the artist through your writing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm excited to, to see July when it comes out. Um, mm-hmm. I love I love that you made that decision with your first book to, to go with the original. Um, mm-hmm. I just think that is so it's so you and it's so a decision that um, that really it stands up for the people who need to make that decision too because it's it's something we all do and, and I'd love to see the world go more on the end of you know what this is. This is just, this is for me. This is going to, I know this will be good for one person. And I mm-hmm. know that if I, it's just that feeling. It, this edited copy doesn't, you know, it may, it may resonate with some people, but I want, this is for me, you know, this mm-hmm. is, this is a book. This is my life. And, and so I really, really appreciate that. Um, and I really just want to say thanks for coming on. Cool. Thanks brother. Yeah. Um, I love you. And this is like, just been a great way to, deepen our friendship and connection over something that we we've never talked about and it's just it's it's cool how every human being is like a universe to be explored and there's i mean like like we could probably sit in a room together for the rest of our lives and still have stuff (laughs) that'll be the next podcast called the rest of our life in a room (laughs) and and it's just like reminding me of just like how yeah how much just awesome stuff there is out there and and anytime I say I'm bored, I'm just I'm just being ridiculous because mm-hmm. I can, yeah. Nice. Cool. Cool. I'll talk to you soon, my friend. Thanks. All right. Thank you.